What's up, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Chris Gehring and Zach Rosen, and hopefully at some point we'll get Jacob Rame and Jeremy Hyman. Yes, shout out to the Metro to come in here and join us on the pod. Uh, We're going to talk Wizards in terms of what happened with their homestand, five straight games at home, before they head out on the road for their longest road trip of the season. It was the longest homestand of the season, and now the longest road trip of the season. Two extremes. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And talking to some other folks from teams around the league, it seems like this is kind of happening to everybody. Yeah. Not not necessarily everybody, but, um, yeah, some funky quirks in the schedule that you don't really – like, at first glance, I think, obviously, we saw that stretch. But mm-hmm. now that we're thinking about it, it literally almost is, like, two full weeks yeah. on the road, um, which is crazy. And having all that off time on the road is just um, a lot it's to a get lot. into. It's a lot to manage, yeah. It is. A lot to manage. As we talked on the last pod about, you know, a couple of the games, the players are going to get to go back to the hotel room instead of having to travel right. that night, which could be good for their body. Some players like it. Some players don't. Um but let's stick with what happened at home. In the five-game homestand, the Wizards went 2-3, and three, losing two games to one team in the Milwaukee Bucks, who started the homestand and ended the homestand with wins over the Wizards. But in between there, we got wins over Orlando and Brooklyn and a loss to Utah. Guys, just your thoughts on this homestand. I'm sure there's a lot left on the table, some winnable games. Uh, just what are your thoughts? And I was kind of – sad to not see them start to get ready for a road trip with a win over Milwaukee because I think they definitely could have gotten that first game. Well, the both Bucks games were almost identical in the way that they finished. The Wizards just – the first one was almost like a schedule loss because they had come back from Memphis at 5 in the morning the night before. Mm-hmm. But both games, the third, like the beginning of the fourth quarter was close and the Bucks just strapped up on defense – shut the Wizards down and closed out. Eric Bledsoe hit a lot of tough shots in both games in particular. So they're identical games, and for whatever reason, the the away team has won all three of these games so far in mm-hmm. this Bucks wizards series, which we all think could be a playoff preview. We don't know. Yeah, and then Utah was a disappointing loss, especially after the 47-point game in Utah and Salt Lake. Uh, that game went down to the wire as well. The Wizards had a chance to tie it. Uh, Beal didn't get a shot off. I mean, his shot was going to be blocked by Donovan Mitchell, who made yeah. an incredible play defensively. And for a rookie who who struggled during that first like three quarters, and he came alive in the fourth quarter, that was impressive. Yeah. Uh, and then Orlando and Brooklyn, just two teams you should beat. They did win the games. They they blew leads in both games, but at the same They're too time, close. The games were too. Close. You won the game, and I think that's the bottom line. It, it shouldn't feel like a loss. I think Brooklyn might have felt more like a loss, but you won the games at mm-hmm, least. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important in that fashion because some of these games haven't been going their way all season. Yeah, Utah was the only one where I thought was where you, where you really left really disappointed. I know that the that the players and obviously Coach Brooks and the staff would, would say differently about Orlando and Brooklyn. Obviously, I think they wanted stronger showings in those games, but – with, with given some of the games that the Wizards have dropped this year that that they really shouldn't have, and I would add Utah to that. Utah's a good team; they have talent, but they were really struggling going into that game. I mean, they had lost like they had won like what like one of their last fifteen or sixteen games. Like it was, they were in a really really rough stretch, and on the road, being the home team against a team like that, you 
you should like your chances and especially if you're the wizards with with where they want to head this year so that one was that one was tough to swallow the bucks are a very good team Giannis hit some amazing shots down the stretch as well in that first milwaukee game and we saw him we saw him struggle from the field for much of of the mlk day game um but the hike was amazing yeah that but, pass but was incredible hike. the that that and all that being said we've i mean we've said that as we've watched Giannis all year and and before he's he is just there are there are just so many ways that he can affect a game mm-hmm. it is on it is unfair yeah he he was just a rebounding machine he wasn't hitting from the field but when he's active around the rim i mean he he still makes plays he still makes winning basketball plays i know that that's an overused term but like he really does that and mm-hmm. he does it better than i would say you know 99% of the league because he's such an unfair physical um, presence on the floor there's nobody like him and you're right in that yes a lot of players can make plays but it's the great players that make wild plays like that that work out you know he just naturally just thought hey between my legs players right behind me bam dunk mm-hmm. on the other end mm-hmm. it was yeah he's come he has come i mean he's been he's come into his own a, a little while ago now but we're seeing the not only being a star player in this league but the you know the all nba potential the all-star potential the you know upper we, upper echelon potential that he has and um that's 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 so hard it, and when he's surrounded by guys like chris middleton mm-hmm, eric mm-hmm. bledsoe i mean chris middleton is a really really phenomenal player we're going to talk about all-star nods and snubs and things in a little bit and i think he's in that conversation um he can he can really get buckets um, and Eric Bledsoe's addition to the team is, I, th- I mean, I is don't that think what, it. Is that what this team is missing? Obviously, we have an all-star in Wall. We think we have one in Beal this year, like an actual official all-star, even though we think he's a dynamic player. That small power forward that's just super athletic like Giannis. I mean, I think any team would do anything to have a player like right. Giannis, but I think Kelly right. Oubre will become – that athletic wing that that the team needs and he's shown that already this season Otto might not be as athletic but he they like work really well together when they're on the floor mm-hmm. but yeah I think again Giannis is a supernatural talent I know you're not saying does every team want a Giannis it's like obviously but I yeah. do think in terms of when the Wizards play a team like the Bucks. Yes, the Bucks are a super athletic team, more athletic than probably 25 of the teams in the league, but you can really tell the difference mm-hmm. when they play a team like the Wizards, who are a little bit older than the Bucks, I would say, but they're still athletically gifted. But the, the difference is there's just a few players that are – and I think in the Utah game you see that too, but I don't think that's been a big disadvantage for the Wizards all season. They're, they still match up physically with a lot of teams because they're long. Yeah, I mean, people forget that Otto – has over a seven-foot wingspan. Mm-hmm. John Wall and Bradley Beal are both six-four and taller. I mean, mm-hmm. they they can compete athletically, but when it comes to like that special physical gift, the Bucks are very long, very uh, like they have long strides. Like Giannis mm-hmm. and Eric Bledsoe too in the fast break. I mean, they're a very special team in the fast break, and if you can't stop them on that or in the paint on the second chance points, you're not going to win. And then you have like Tony Snell hitting threes from the corner. Yeah. And yep. You, yep. like, 
And the Wizards, the bottom line for that game in Utah is they turned it over 23 and 24 times. You're yeah. not going to win when you do that in the NBA. You're just Cause, not. Because yeah. I wonder if you look at the Bucks, right? We could easily, I think, could easily say that they were missing a piece and it was a quality point guard and they got that in Bledsoe. And they don't have Jabari right now either. Right. Yeah. The Wizards are missing something. And no matter what way we get it via draft, trade, whatever the case may be, they may need to have something. I mean, heck, even Golden State realized when they, they beat the Cavs but then lost to the Cavs, hey, we need an extra piece. And they went out and got Durant, which was that extra piece that took them over the top, I guess, again. But in my mind, I will never forget that basically Kyrie and Love were hurt the first time Golden right. State won a championship, and that was a big reason why Golden State was able to win. They realized they, they were still missing something. And you look at a player like Giannis, it's just like, man, if – if Milwaukee wasn't a team that you looked at as a contender before, you got to look at them now with Bledsoe. Right. I think it's just all a product of Golden State is that if you looked at this Wizards team five years ago, you wouldn't think they were missing that much. Mm-hmm. But you look at a team like Golden State, a team like Cleveland, the Bucks now have two, three superstars. You, I mean, they're not superstars, but they're all-star caliber players. Mm-hmm. And OKC has three all-stars. I mean, it's... It's all an arms race, and so when you have to compare it to other teams, it makes you feel like, wow, we're missing something. But I think it's all perspective. I, th- I think the Wizards, what they may be missing right now is they sit at, what, 25 and 19 is just something mental. I don't think their team is lacking much, maybe a little more depth on the bench, which is a common theme for every team. I think the Celtics would love more depth off their bench. I think the Bucks would love more depth off their bench. The Cavs mm-hmm. certainly would. They're all tired. Uh so it's hard to, to really say what the Wizards may be missing right now, but it, it's clearly something amongst them, not a, like another physical tool. We, yeah. I think Otto's still a little bothered from his hip. I think Brad and John are a little tired, and that's just how it is. Yeah, I mean, the, the and and the Warriors being able to sign Kevin Durant, I mean, they – were in a very very fortuitous position to be able to do that. I mean, I don't I don't know any situation where you have three guys who have been selected to All Star teams mm-hmm. and then you get to add a league MVP, and not a league MVP that was like you know towards the tail end of his career. I mean, Kevin Durant had just been a league MVP, um, and yeah, that has defined now what every other team is looking for. You you see the the Cavs trying to keep up the Celtics trying to keep up though the Celtics have taken a longer approach and they've done an amazing job and stockpiling a lot of assets that allow them to do that Mm -hmm. but yeah I mean everybody wants to win a a title and you look at who is clearly standing in the way of that the Warriors are yeah they're they're dictating everything and it's unfortunate for for the rest of us that they're able to do that by adding a guy like Kevin Durant who we see every time he steps on the floor talk about a supernatural talent yeah um he is i mean watching that is, game yesterday is that cleveland it was like effortless it really is they had no they were not scared of cleveland at all it's just like we're just gonna play our game and they're not scared of anybody no we'll beat you in the end we'll be nice we'll smile we got draymond green and may do a little rough housing but for the most part we're just gonna smile and just 
win basketball games. They're just a completely different team also when yeah. Steph is healthy. I mean, yeah. he's like a dual-threat quarterback out there. He can pull up in half a second, or he can just make the right pass, and mm-hmm. then he has all these incredible shooters around him. It's just unfair is probably the proper term, but I'll just say it's yeah supernatural how good Steph Curry is. Yeah, yeah. and that gets overshadowed, too. Yeah. We saw Kevin Durant. You know, he, he did take over the finals last year, and mm-hmm. he was incredible, and that was a huge moment for him. But he it's almost still, he have still to. none of that happens unless you yeah. have Steph Curry on the floor. I think the, the advanced stats say that, yeah. show that Steph is the most vital piece of their team, and I, I'm, I agree. I'll make a bold prediction. I think he's going to win MVP by the end oh, of the wow. season. I think he'll play enough games, and he's shooting, like, since he got back from his ankle injury, it's been five to seven games. Shooting, like, 50% from three, mm-hmm. and he takes, what, Ten threes a game. Yeah, I mean, from just, from like fifty yeah, feet away. It's, it's, it's completely unheard of. He's so. the only player in the NBA where when he pulls up or has to pull up. I mean, there was a there was a possession late in the game last night against against Cleveland where the shot clock was running low. The ball basically fell into Steph's hands mm-hmm. and he had to chuck it up. And I don't think there's anybody in the league other than him where I saw him put that up and I was like, you know, like that. Like as it was going, I'm like, well, you know, like that shot didn't look super abnormal for him. Like, yeah, I could see him taking that shot with 15 seconds left in the shot clock. Yeah. If he's really feeling it and it didn't go in. But like th- he's the only guy where he can take a shot like that. And you're like, I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> percentage wise. That's not a bad shot for him. And yeah, I, I don't know anybody else in the league that's like that. And he's just and coming that back changes everything for them coming back to the wizards then that means we we have to have that third piece if it's not from outside it's from on this team somebody consistently on a regular basis yeah being that third scorer to help wall and beal i think this road trip and we'll talk about charlotte because i think we'll podcast again before friday's game which is on espn but this road trip is it's not only a mammoth set of games but i think for this team to to click and figure out their identity as a team this season to be together for 13 straight days, bond, do some stuff. I mean, these these aren't your your typical, you know, big party cities or anything. Like, mm-hmm. this is time to hang out with your your friends on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and two two-day breaks in between yeah. a couple of the games, which helps. They're gone for two straight weekends, too. So yeah. it's like they get yeah. back probably late Saturday night. I'm not sure if they're staying over in Atlanta that night, but I'm assuming they're coming back. So it's... This is a pivotal road trip. It's gonna, it's gonna define the season, I think, because the trade deadline's coming up. They're gonna hear about All Star, which is gonna really, especially for Beal, satisfy him and make yeah. him, you know, get gain that de- deserving recognition. But the for this road trip, what needs to happen on the court is that someone besides John and Brad need to really needs to really step up. Yeah, because. John is averaging, I'm not sure the exact numbers, but I'm pretty sure it's around 25 and 10 since in the last, in January. And then Beal's averaging close to 28 points in Mm -hmm. January. Mm -hmm. They can't do it all by themselves. And you've seen that based on the schedule. I mean, sure, they went four and three so far in January. The team is still 11 and six since Wall came back. But (laughs) they can't do it all. It's just No, it took 30 and 30 from the two of them to beat Orlando. Yeah, it's a ton. So we'll jump to Charlotte Wednesday. The only injury I saw is Cody Zeller's out for the Hornets. He's been out for a while, and they, they're kind of deep at center. They've got Dwight Howard, Kaminsky, who plays more of the four, but he can play the five. Um, Charlotte came back to beat the Wizards it November 22nd. 
in a, Charlotte, a, yeah. a game that the Wizards really let get away. It went to overtime. It was a really bad loss, and that was actually the last game Wall played before he sat out, I think, 11 games, even though he had a really good game in Charlotte. But he'll play in front of his, his home uh, close enough to Raleigh. I think this this is a pretty favorable matchup to start a road trip. Yeah. I mean, especially considering – they know the Hornets. They're in the same division. The team hasn't changed much They're besides Dwight Howard. But, yeah, Charlotte. but Gortat knows Dwight Howard better than almost any big in the league. And I think stopping yes, Howard. about on, this, on the yeah, podcast the last about that. I really just truly think it starts right there. If if Gortat and Mahimi can win the battle with Howard, the Wizards win. Yeah. And this is something, too, that the Wizards have experience with with um, last year's playoff series with Atlanta. They got Dwight Howard every night for six games, and they – they solved that, you know, they solved that puzzle fairly, fairly well. Mm-hmm. And I think that certainly, you know, Kemba Walker's a good player. Jeremy Lamb hurt the Wizards in their, in their last meeting. But when you, I think when you look at the matchup, mm-hmm. Kemba Walker is a great player and, and a good scorer. But if Wall decides he wants to win that matchup, he's going to win that matchup. Yeah. Um, and I think same with Bradley Beal. Um, Gortat has experience guarding his former teammate. There's a lot of favorable matchups in this game, I think, for the Wizards. And so if they look at it that way and they and they play that way to start this trip, there's a lot of winnable games on this trip. And um, hopefully it will be that, that, that culminating two weeks for them and uh, a good time to focus and be away from home. I know that that's the, it's a similar effect to, like, when they go away for training camp for a week mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. talk about the – the benefits of, of just being away from home, away from everything except for them. Yeah. And I think that this is a, this is a chance to do that kind of in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they're regular season games. They count. They matter. And this is kind of a pivotal time as we're past the halfway point now. And yep. looking at the schedule, there's a lot of hard games coming up in the second half. But, yeah, this is, this is a, a big moment for them. I don't think that will be lost on Coach Brooks. I don't think it will be lost on John and Brad and – and uh, the veterans of this team. So, going forward, hopefully they, hopefully they find a way to, to bring it together, and and come home ready to win. Because there's going to be three. <laughs> I mean, it just it just mm. gets hard um, yeah. in February. It does. Ten of the, really ten the, of the thirteen it. games before the All Star break are on the road. Yeah. Uh, so, and most of those are against favorable opponents. Yeah. So you got to yep. be road warriors. Three yeah, three home games, OKC, Toronto, Boston, Those leading up to the All Star break. It's gonna be really fun, but challenging. And then yeah, well, let's dive into All Star because that's that's what's after that. Yeah, so we're gonna take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll bring in Jacob Rame. He's gonna join us for this All Star conversation. Uh, Whiz Kids off the bench, coming right back. What's up, WizKids, and welcome back to Off the Bench. As we get into some all-star talk, want to go through some dates to start. January 18th, they will announce the starters. 23rd, they will announce the reserves. And then right before Washington takes on the Oklahoma City Thunder, on January 30th, they will have kind of like 25th, 25th, excuse me, sorry. Uh, January 25th, they will have like the fantasy draft, which will be exciting. Uh, They play Oklahoma City at home on January 30th. That will be the away game. So let's first talk with the Eastern Conference as we have the Washington Wizards in this conference. Each guy is going to go with their 12 guys. But 
we want to make sure we have like 15 or 16 as I do on mine so we can kind of have some debate and cut it down um, I will just chime in I've got some here the guys were really giving it to me on some of my picks God, it go. was great yeah. but the Buckle first one up. I want to say is let's all start with Wall and Beal both deserve making an all-star team this year yes yes absolutely I think they both will be on it I think Brad will be selected as one of the two reserve guards, and John will be a wild card pick. While John was hurt for part of the season, uh, in the month of January, he is second to only Lou Williams as the most number of 25-point games with five in January. And as you brought up in the last segment, uh, John Wall averaging 25 points uh, per game in January and leading the NBA in assists per game at 11.3. John Wall's I, I just, just want to, so sorry, Jacob, jumping in here. I just want to make a... Uh, Welcome, Jacob Rain. If uh, if my picks are bad, I thought I was going to have more time to make them, <laughs> but I was stuck. I was also thought I was going to be here for the first segment, too, <laughs> but I was stuck between Cleveland and Woodley Park on the red line, and if you're not from D.C., sorry, but uh, the red line is the worst. The red line is is not one of the better metro lines. But, okay, this won't be the worst picks that you have for all-star picks. I think we're going to give you some good ones. Chris Gearing, do you want to start in the east? Sure. Let's go down the list with your 15 and then your starter. 12 and your starter, excuse me. Yeah, so the starters in the east – I don't think they're. Are these sorry? Are we predicting who we think should be the starters or who yes. are going to be the starters? Because I who think we think. Okay. Yeah, we're making our predictions. Kind of the same. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, will be should be. I think they're. I think we're the starters. There's maybe one spot you can debate. So right, I think so there's one we, spot you can debate. So here we go. So I think in the East it's it's Kyrie Irving, Demar Derozan, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And for me, I put Kristaps Porzingis. Um, I think Embiid Caps, certainly has a claim to that as well. Joel Embiid's been, been no, awesome. No, he does not. Um, yes, he does. Ugh. How so, does he not have a claim, Jamoke? So my yeah, Joel Embiid's been incredible. I mean, he's you're like the Stephen A. Smith of our podcast. <laughs> he's been um, <laughs> he's 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 been great. So he's my first reserve that I, I that I like thought the unicorn. of the. So the, I put so I had to do one. I I know Zach. You also had Porzingis. I have Porzingis. Yes. I, just, I just think that in terms of the voting and stuff, he's going to get it. But also, Embiid doesn't play enough, in my opinion. I agree. Like, I know that Kristaps went on the record saying he was tired I'm after tired, playing tired, us. Tired, but at least tired. he's playing every game. Yeah. So, so I, I reward I picked, that. I picked yeah. a different player in Ooh. that spot for than I Embrace you guys. Embrace Whoa. debate. I picked Al Horford. What? And yeah. I know that Horford's um, – his No true center? He's like the Draymond of the East. The right? Yeah, he, right, he is – he is – he's the – I mean, his defensive metrics this season are truly unbelievable. And I do not think – and I think that he is truly the absolute unsung hero mm-hmm. of the Boston Celtics. A lot of people talk about – Obviously, Kyrie for very good reason, but Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart. Not enough people talk about Al Kevin McHale. He is an absolute <laughs> well, and, stud. And last year we Tiny got Archibald. Last year we got an up close look at Robert how Parrish, what, Bill what Russell. Are we, what are we doing right <laughs> now? <laughs> Hall of Fame Larry Celtics Bird. players. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> so last year we got a look. We got a seven game look at how good Al Horford is, mm-hmm. and and how dangerous he is. Um, he and can really do everything. So and he's and he's been so unselfish with this team. Yeah. He's not getting that many shots. 
You know, he's taking less than 10 shots a game and still averaging like 14 a game. But look at this line as, from their, their win over the Sixers in London. He shot 5 of 10 from the field for 13 points. He had 8 rebounds, 7 assists, and a block. Tell me that's not a Draymond line right there. Yeah. Wow. No, I mean, he's he's been awesome. So to wrap up my list so we can keep everybody – so we can get everybody's lists in. Embiid is my first reserve. I put Kevin Love in there. Wall and Beal, obviously, we've talked about them a lot. But I, I can't stress enough, like, how – I just think – I think we have known that Beal is deserving for a little while. I think he certainly is this year. I hope he gets that kind of – it's hard to to, to, so to only, stand out in an all-star, th- I an think all-star that, thing. I think that on an individual basis, Wall and Beal – both absolutely deserve to make. I think the only question you can ask is whether or not this Wizards team has been good enough to get two All Stars, and I know that's what that's what Jeremy would be saying right now if he were yeah. sitting in. I just and yeah. not heading to uh, to Charlotte. Well, I just don't see the coaches picking anyone else. That's yeah. I mean that's a great point, but the question is, I mean, so is 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 you know we'll say hypothetically is John Wall better than Tobias Harris? Of course, that's a ridiculous well, the, question. But the question is, would they want to reward the Pistons for having no, a moderate for being the eight seed? I don't think so. Okay, yeah. so well, there you go. So continuing, Wall Beal, and then my final three guys. Um, I just got an alert that Metro just tweeted. I'd really like to take a look at what they have to say. Play by play of the Metro. Um, am I good? Yeah, yeah you're good. Chris, <laughs> Chris, Chris. Wall Beal, Victor Oladipo. He's he's been outstanding for the Oladipo. Pacers. They have been a lot better than I think a lot of people predicted at the beginning of the year. So Victor Oladipo is a big reason why he gets rewarded for that. I have Ben Simmons and Al Horford Whoa. as my other reserves. So to to fi- to finalize my list, that leaves out, in my opinion, the four names that I wrote down as kind of like snubs, question marks. Kemba because he scores a lot. Aaron Gordon because he has had a really big step this year. Again, though, a, a bad team. Um, really bad. Team. Goran Dragic and Chris Middleton are the two wow. that I think are are having deserving seasons on good teams, um, and are and are just just really good. Players. So I only had one. I only had one difference than you, and then I'll let Zach go and let see what he thinks. But yeah. I just I couldn't I couldn't give two All Stars to Philly. I mean, they're getting they're you know they're getting so much publicity and everybody's mm-hmm. talking about them. They're darlings. More they haven't been they haven't been that good. More hype than substance. They don't do that. That team, if you know, definitely doesn't deserve two all stars every day. Ben yeah. Simmons, Ben Simmons is going to be an all star in his career. There's no yes. question. But he's he's a rookie and he, can, he doesn't he need can to make it this year. The Rising Stars Challenge. Yeah, there you go. Goran Dragic, Miami has overachieved to a great degree. Frankly, the real all star on that team is probably Eric Spolstra, who is unbelievable. Yes. Mm-hmm. But great, I'm going to give it. To, I'm going to give Goran Dragic an all star nod. He's been really good for a really long time. That team deserves an all star. Let's get Goran. Let's get Goran on there. How about that? I'm a Goran fan. Okay. I like that he's too. Really good. Yeah, Zach. The same starters as Chris. I think Oladipo could start over to Rosen, but he won't because Ooh. of the fan vote. Yeah. But I, I think Oladipo, you look at his numbers, he's had like an MVP season on that team, mm-hmm. but the team has been kind of slacking lately, and I think that's going to take away his spart- em- starting spot. Embrace debate. Who won the Paul George trade? <laughs> I mean, oh, what, a, what, a, wow. what a wild like yeah. conversation. Uh, that's Paul George calling right now. <laughs> he's, he's pretty annoyed yeah. at me. Uh, <laughs> and then I think Horford unquestionably deserves a spot. Um, he's going to be a reserve, but the coaches love Al Horford. He's going to get a spot. 
I feel bad for Andre Drummond, who's also taken a huge leap. Drummond, but the Pistons Drummond, have Drummond. fallen too far down after a really good start. I could still see him getting in. Again, similar to Dragic, I think Stan Van Gundy is kind of the guy there that makes everything happen, and the Pistons mm-hmm. may not get rewarded because of that. And they have a lot of very solid players, but I'm not sure that they deserve an all-star. Embiid uh, is pretty obvious. I know I've just ripped on him for not playing, but he's pretty incredible. He's going to get a nod. Um, the other guy, I think Middleton definitely is an unsung hero. He's had a career season on a team that is completely overshadowed by Giannis. Mm-hmm. So Chris Middleton's kind of like how Beal has been the last couple seasons. I think he's going to come onto the scene maybe next year if the team is still good in Milwaukee. Um, and then someone we ne- no one has mentioned, I know it doesn't say it in the stats, but similar to to Horford is Kyle Lowry on a Raptors team that is definitely overachieved. They just beat the bad teams the Wizards seem to struggle against, and that's kind of the difference in their records. But Lowry's been good coming off injury, and I think that he deserves at least a look at. I don't think he's going to get it, but he's been really good. Aaron Gordon, I I crossed him off because the Magic are so bad. They've lost like 17 of 18 games, and there's just no way he's going to get it. Um, But, yeah, Dragic and Drummond, it kind of depends what happens the next week, but I'm I think Dragic probably deserves it more, especially with we were just talking about how Whiteside has been taken out of the rotation in the fourth quarter. Usually Whiteside's everyone's pick, but he's just like not the most important piece on that team right now. I think Dragic is besides Solstra. Agreed. Also, before we get to the Western Conference, if you're wondering about my voice, and you're definitely not, but I just wanted to say this is solely Great. from screaming about the Minnesota Vikings for about 10 consecutive minutes <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, okay. Um, your start. So Zach's got his starters and reserves in. Are you ready, Jacob? Jacob had the I same. I already, almost. I did. I think same? I had the same. I think um, the East is kind of pretty straightforward besides yeah. one player. I still haven't even decided on my Western Conference All-Stars. No chance for Tobias Harris? No. I, mean, I think there's a pretty clear line in the East. Yeah. No Kimba? They would put Drummond in ahead of Harris. Dwayne sure. Wade can't get a Cal Ripken vote? He can get negative Cal Ripken votes. Whoa. He's playing pretty well, actually. He's he's not an All-Star. No, yeah. no chance. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he gets fan votes. So does IT. I mean, they're on a very good team. They if made, Bledsoe was if, with Milwaukee the entire season, are the Cavs season, a very good you team? You think he can make it? Embrace debate. What? Yeah. I don't really huh? think it's that much. If of a Bledsoe debate was right on now. Milwaukee for the entire yeah, I think we'd be so talking far, about it be, a lot more. But yeah, but yeah, he yeah he so goes in and out year, too he goes much. With Chris I, he's not con- he's not as consistent as could a lot Milwaukee of people think. Could Milwaukee have three All Stars next year? They might. It depends what it depends what happens in the East. Yeah, they certainly could. Jabari could be back next Jabari I don't know Parker. if he'll be with the Bucks oh, though, man. so that's the biggest yeah. the biggest question there. Okay, uh, that it's was the one that you brought him up, Lowry. You have Lowry too? No, I did not have Lowry in mind. I don't think you have I don't him. have him on my list. I just think he's going to get consideration and could take it away from someone I mean, else. The, the Raptors are a team that probably deserve two players is the thing. Yeah, that, right. Like statistically and play-wise, you know, Lowry has not been close to no. John or Brad. And he's been an all-star in the past, and sometimes I think they try and – give it to players that haven't been one yeah which is it is what it is but there's politics involved in this and the coaches are have very different ways of thinking about this these teams yep. a lot of them don't really care to be honest so yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah all yeah, right let's true. go west chris yeah. you want to pick it back up again with your starters sure so west starters steph curry james harden just say the Golden state warriors well no because <laughs> okay. there's, there's javel yeah steph curry james harden uh kevin durant Anthony Davis and Boogie. 
Boogie. So oh, I have man. that same five, and I just I I hate that the Pelicans have two starters <laughs> because I, of their I staff. I actually I had them, and well. I took I, I took think Boogie doesn't deserve. I it. took Boogie out because I was like, I'm not giving the Pelicans but two starters. They're gonna it's it's gonna happen. I think Lamarcus yeah. Aldridge. I put Lamarcus Aldridge. I think Aldridge too. deserves it. He's had a revolutionary year after last year where he got a lot of criticism. The Spurs have been really good without Kawhi. Which again, it's the coaching. Popovich yeah. is amazing. Yes. But Lamarcus Aldridge has been great, and I think that if you had to be like, all right, Pelicans are five hundred and have two superstars on their team, probably one of them isn't as good as the other. And Anthony Davis is the two-way guy between them. Boogie's an incredible offensive talent, but I think Aldridge would deserve the nod. It's not going to happen, but he deserves it. Yeah. So but, picking it up from there, let's let's just get this out here. Mm-hmm. Some guys that I think are I think. Hopefully on all of our lists, Russell Westbrook, Clay Thompson, Paul George. Is Clay Thompson on all oh of our my. lists? He's on mine. Okay, Clay Thompson. I, I mean, he probably should be. He's I probably he's also having mine. a career year. Well, maybe not. <laughs> we can talk about shooting that. Forty-five percent from three. I have. He to get wants him back to have a. He wants yeah. to have a fifty, forty, ninety year, and he's close. That's crazy. To it. Close. Yeah. Clay, Paul George, Carl Anthony Towns, Cat, Damian Lillard, Dame. Um, Marcus Aldridge, I think he's maybe a little higher on this list, but I just had him down here. And then uh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Buckets? Who, Jimmy Butler, I think, is the the most deserving one out of those reserves. Who He is the heart and soul of the Timberwolves. Right. He's the reason they're as good as they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. We saw how good they were without him last year. Not a lot has changed. Um, adding him, he, I mean, he brings – he's an incredibly skilled player. He's also an incredibly – hard-nosed, gritty, no-nonsense player. Um, and that kind of veteran presence is what you need when your core to that point is yeah. young guys. We've seen, you know, we talked with we've talked, we talked with Mike Wilbon on here mm-hmm. about this exact factor of how young guys do when it gets late and when the pressure turns up and the, the microscope gets focused. Um, Jimmy Butler is going to be a huge reason why the Wolves have success if they do late in the year into the playoffs those kinds of things he he's yeah like zach said in, zach? in shorter terms he's the heart and soul of the team yeah for sure. i think any other year westbrook's probably an all-star but he's in the wet or a starter but he's with harden and curry and we talked about curry and harden's obviously a leading mvp candidate too uh i think i have almost did you say paul george yes. yeah. yeah honestly paul george has been good okc is underachieved yeah I feel bad for Draymond Green because he probably should be in Paul George's spot. But because of the numbers and the brand, I think, and too many Warriors making it, I don't think Draymond will make it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Damian Lillard deserves it because without him, the Blazers are pretty bad. And he's having a really good season. Devin Booker is going to get snubbed because his team is not very good, but Mm -hmm. he's going to make it. I don't think there's any question about that eventually. He's just in a stacked conference. Chris Paul, if he played more, would definitely be on my list. Uh, I know Jacob is gonna gonna pull for Chris Paul. I mean, so the thing is that he's just been so. I know he's only played twenty five games, but like he's a superstar. Did Embiid make it last year? No, I think it's the same situation. Almost. Yeah, it's really hard because I really, I really wanted to put him on there, but I ultimately took him off. Um, I had I had eight guys on here. Um, Man. And because I mean, I I just I wanted to take Clay off because I didn't want to give the Warriors four guys again. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's impossible not to. 
Yeah, they're yeah. A super team, and they have super a lot of um, superstars. So I guess at the end of the day, I like I like Cat to be an all star. Yeah, I took I picked Cat over Damian Lillard. Okay. Um, Lou Williams, I think, is another player that people are going to rally for, but he's just not a two way player, and his team has been playing a lot better. But he's just in a like maybe in the East he would have had a chance, but he's mm-hmm. been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lou will. Especially for a six man. Yeah. I think I think Williams Booker, gotta make yeah. it. He's gotta make <laughs> He's not it. Going to. No. For oh. for me, I remember when we I when did we publish our like initial list. Maybe it was right when voting started. When yeah. we looked at it when voting started, I was look like numbers wise, I really liked Devin Booker as mm-hmm. an all star. Um but I I agree, it's just you know, the Suns are struggling so much that it's just really hard right now. He's Close an incredible talent. Get the ball too. Um fair enough. Other guys that I know that we talked about before we started taping, I mean, my, my guy that I love and hope has great success for a long time, Donovan Mitchell. Um, He's been again, phenomenal. Again, he, he has been phenomenal, but Jazz has struggled. Um, he had he's has sort of, like, come on mm-hmm. um, throughout the year. He wasn't a guy that, like, from, from game one was like, wow, this, like, look out for this kid. Yeah. Um, but he's certainly on the call. Him, Booker. CJ McCollum, the Blazers haven't been really good enough, but he's a, he's a talent. And then Lou Will was, was like we said, yeah, similar um, similar to what's kind of happened in the NFL. A lot of stars have gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi, Chris, he talked about Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris yeah. Paul would have been could have been Dirk, starting. Rudy Gobert. Dirk, <laughs> well, Dirk has been Dirk really the good. Ripken, I, the Cal Ripken he's vote. been really good. The West is way too stra- stacked for him to get consideration, unfortunately. Zebo, Mark Gasol. Zebo is not going to make the All Star game. <laughs> I'll just say that. Mark Gasol is in a bad situation. I think maybe on another team he would be an All Star this mm-hmm. year. But uh, and then I like how you still brought up CJ because CJ yeah. McCollum. I feel like we. I always think talk Donovan Mitchell game. will make a lot of All Star games. I think Kuzma is going to make some. Ben Simmons, Lonzo probably will eventually. So taking that count. I'm really looking forward to the Rising Stars game. Yeah, that it's thing's gonna be, gonna really be legit. Really good. Yeah, it's gonna yes. be. I mean, it's gonna be similar. I I don't know that this year's rookies are similar to like when, you know, like when Kyrie's class was in there. Mm-hmm. But like, I remember in those games, like, it was something where I mean, if you're a big basketball fan, you're tuning in and like Kyrie yeah. lit up the to Rising see the Stars future. challenge, mm-hmm. and it was exciting to watch. I, there are a lot of candidates to do that this year. Um, a lot of guys that are just fun to watch play basketball. It's not, um, you know, Donovan Mitchell can jump out of the gym. Lonzo's a great passer. Kyle Kuzma is super versatile. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of there's just a lot of good stuff to look forward Jason to. It's Tatum, gonna be a fun Jalen weekend. Brown Jason Tatum will probably yeah. both be in it. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe I'm forgetting Jason Tatum. Man. He's been incredible. Uh, I think it's gonna be like OG be on, awesome. on Anobi on the mm-hmm. Raptors. Yeah, uh, Sabonis on the Pacers. The league is just full of young talent, so yeah. it should be it should be interesting to watch. I would like it's to see a fun. Kelly Oubre be able to play in a game like that. He just never materialized yeah, for him. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. He could have probably made it yeah. if he made this jump mm-hmm. in his second season. But you know, mm-hmm. it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Wizards do not have candidates for that. There are no, no. players. Well, is McCullough in the second season technically? Yeah. I don't Sadaransky even know. Sadaransky could yeah. qualify. He won't. Yeah. Probably wouldn't want to do it anyway. So. Yeah. He can make the dunk contest. He can. As we look ahead, we're starting to see. We're starting huh? to see. You yeah, know, threw down they a asked some they wicked asked, dunk. I remember a few couple weeks back, they asked Mike Scott if Sadaransky was an in-game dunker yet, and he said, "Nah, not yet." 
we see it in practice all the time, but he's not quite yet. I think mm-hmm. we're getting. I think Sadaransky start. He's starting to turn that corner. Yeah. Um, threw down another great one last night. Him, where it's just yeah. it's amazing. Like there wasn't a ton of flair in like that alley oop that John threw, but just like the, I mean. His forehead was like literally mm-hmm. like at the rim. His his leaping ability is is really awesome. So and you could see from, from being across from him for during a podcast, he like lit up thinking about how exciting it is to dunk and like he's kind of getting a little more comfortable in the NBA. It'll be good to see I if think, the second half of I the season Sadoransky continue and to grow. Me especially have been excellent for the Wizards the mm-hmm. last like month. Like excellent players. Big fan of Jan's play of late. He's yeah, he's been, been great. He had that he's great really game good. Friday night, and I just think you know he gets a lot of trash talked about him because yeah. of salary or whatever. But if you look at the the advanced numbers, and I just think the eye test of him on defense, he finally looks really healthy. Good. He he's finally healthy. looks yeah. healthy. There's offensively, yeah, sure, he's he's not going to make the plays that you want him to make. Maybe that you know be as comf- as you know comfortable down low as other players. He's taken a huge step for that for the Wizards, and he's mm-hmm. playing crunch time. Like the Wizards had that crazy 13-0 run last night or mm-hmm. yesterday. Sorry, it was a day game. The lineup was like Wall, Sadaransky, Ubre, Scott, and Mahinmi. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, and Mike Scott too, and he's been great all year, and Ubre's mm-hmm. been great all year. But when it comes down to to being a defensive disruptor and a guy that helps you make stops. Mahinmi is the guy. And Sadaransky is the same because he can defend four positions. Mm-hmm. Yep. He hasn't really had to defend the four much, but he, but can. he can. He can. And he's been playing with John and Bradmore and we've seen on the, these fast breaks, but he is he doesn't give up on every possession. He's always locked in playing defense and he's just a guy and we've talked to a lot of people about this. He's always working hard when nobody's looking. Mm-hmm. He's here to play basketball, you know? Like his family isn't here. He has friends yeah. on the team, but he is here to play basketball. He's away from his country, and he that's he's just showing what hard work can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And totally agree. speaking of improving, we're talking about players improving on the Wizards. We're going to talk back to the All-Star game about ways to improve the All-Star oh, yeah. weekend yeah. in the games. We got slam dunk, three-point, and skills challenge. What else would you like to see? And the first two things that we brought up were horse, and then I brought up knockout. They did. Did they do horse one year or something? I f- it, it was. I don't remember. It was just like yeah, one guy remember. played horse. Yeah, I think just it might not get everyone to tune in, but it's kind of like the dodgeball that the, yeah. the Pro Bowl is doing, which I think was a great idea. Yeah, yeah. it's just uh, something different. Yeah, it's something different. Maybe, maybe even do like dodgeball in the NBA, like. No one's really going to get hurt. These yeah, guys have cannons. It'd yeah. be interesting, and I think you'd be surprised at how unathletic some of them are, which we saw in, like, wiffle ball. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the guys are great basketball players, but when you put them in a different situation, they can't really What play. about that trampoline yeah. basketball? I know you oh, can't do that, ball? but could you imagine if they did so slam badly. ball? That would like, be oh, my gosh. Okay, here's another thing. What do you think about putting, like, Can you imagine – um, sorry, just uh, I just the had trampoline a, had a basketball. Yeah, so they so they play trampoline basketball. Everybody's having a great time, right? And Lamarcus Aldridge tweaks his ankle, and Greg Popovich gets up to the media to talk about trampoline basketball. <laughs> and I would like to see that. <laughs> You'd like reaction. to see that. I would be there for that. You pay to see the post game just as just, much yeah. as you just pay to see the game. Like just for Pop to rip on the NBA. <laughs> what they should do is basketball. gather like the best rim rockers from every team, like the not one from each team, and do like a game of tr- of like slam ball with because yeah. those guys are used to jumping on those things yeah. and like yeah. know what yeah. to expect, yeah. can brace their fall. Yeah. But yeah, slam ball is on my bucket list for sure. Okay, 
So then what if you put, you know how you had like the dots on the court? Yeah. And maybe you could make like from 40 feet out, you get five points from half court. If you shoot it from there, right. you get 10 points. Maybe they could do that in the all-star game. I miss the, the shooting stars thing they did too. Yeah. I actually really like that the NBA, one. the yep. legend, yeah, and was the Beal WNBA player. No, I don't sure. think so. Oh, okay. It was uh, just three points that year. I don't remember yeah, the Mystics yeah. even doing it, and I okay. always would say. I know Detroit always had a team. I remember when we had John for, if not a pod, it was on WizMag or something. We were talking about, oh, it was definitely on WizMag. We, uh, John and I were playing pool, and he was talking. we were talking about him going to the All-Star game, and I said, what players would you want to have if they did the NBA player, the legend, and the WNBA player? And he said, I believe Elena Beard, Michael Jordan, and himself. And I thought that that was, that was pretty cool. And now you're saying that Elena Deladon would be a really good match to put on there too. Now, like yeah. if you had Elena Deladon, Antoine Jameson, and Wall, or be able to mix it up because Wall, well, he didn't do it, but right. he's done some other stuff with All-Star. That might be cool. That would be, yeah. Yeah. That's a good squad. Yeah. Um, so, WizKids, I hope you enjoyed listening to our picks for the All-Star Game. Uh, as we mentioned, 18th, the starters will be named, 23rd, the reserves, and on the 25th, right before the Wizards take on the o- Oklahoma City Thunder in Oklahoma City. They should really draft this. Like, they, put this draft on TV, but yeah. they won't. Yeah. That would, be, that would be fun, right? Yeah, that's an additional last-second last fix for uh, – for all-star weekend definitely to have that draft televised we need to hear about it we need to see it right like how could you not i mean that would be awesome it's and like I an f- in-season nba awards everybody dresses up everybody does all the media yeah. it'd be a, it'd be a fun like intro to the didn't weekend. didn't an- the nfl didn't NFL do that does that yeah nfl does that right come I on i don't know if NBA. they televise it but it's very well known yeah they do televise it. yeah because yeah, so. it was NHL. and the nhl, NHL yes and it was it was the last one was it michael irvin and, and Chris Carter, maybe? and Chris Carter, yeah. yeah. So they gotta do that for the NBA. That'd be really cool. I think it'll come. I think it'll come. Yeah. There's maybe you can get like a recently retired player to do it. Yeah. Tim no, Duncan. I think so. Oh, Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant. Yeah. You know, you'd have to pay Tim Duncan millions of dollars to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe it'll go Kobe down would the do line. It. D- Kobe David would do Robinson. It. Okay, yeah. Wes Unsell. Let's get one of our guys you know, in there. Uh, okay. <laughs> Wes Unsell is number two to Tim Duncan for who wouldn't do that. Or somebody else who who's actually in L.A. right now. Elvin Hayes is close, so we want to keep talking about Bullets. Yes, Karan. <laughs> he would love it, too. Karan versus Kobe. They played together, competed against each other. That would be good. Hopefully you enjoyed this great podcast. We had a lot of fun doing the All-Star Picks and talking about the Washington Wizards homestand and – and make sure you please subscribe. Listen on iTunes. Five stars. Yeah, leave us a review, a quality review, please. Uh, and thanks for also listening on SoundCloud. Ciao for now, everybody. Mm-hmm.